0: Welcome to the Advanced Southwest Iowa LaunchCast, I'm Todd Studer. Today we are joined by Nikki Ferguson, Manager of Entrepreneurial Development at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation, and also a special guest today, Heath Hoppus. Heath is the owner of Hidden Hollow Farms at Council Bluffs. We'll hear from Heath in just a little bit. Nikki, let's start with you. Always exciting to talk with you on the LaunchCast. How have things been? What's been going on at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation?
1: Well, uh, as always, keeping busy. I I don't think I've ever uh, been referred to as exciting to talk to, but hey, I'll I'll add it to my repertoire, I guess, today. Um, Yeah, just keeping busy, helping people get launched, kind of going back, getting into a little bit of a normal, perhaps, and um, yeah, and it's getting nice outside, so I can't complain at all.
0: How often are you hearing from new businesses that are coming to you and saying, hey, can you help us?
1: You know, I think it's at least weekly that we have at least a new conversation with someone new who's looking at expanding or looking at potentially launching a business or taking what maybe is a side hustle into a legitimate business. Um, so if a week goes by that we don't talk to someone new, it's been a slow week, I guess, in entrepreneurship. I think there's a lot of people that are looking at, you know, there's things they're passionate about and want to be happy and work for themselves and want to pursue their, their dreams. So if we can help in any way, then
0: that's great. And sometimes you just make a connection organically out in the community somewhere, kind of like you did with Heath.
1: That That is true. Uh, there was a pop-up market a couple years ago over at uh, the brewery at Full Fledged Brewery, which if you've never been over there, I need you to all go check it out and go have a, a cocktail. Or even if you don't drink, just the atmosphere is awesome. Um, the owners are awesome. Cannot recommend that place enough. But anyway, pop-up market uh, with some makers and whatnot. And I think that's where I ran into heat and he was selling farm fresh chickens and among other things, but that is what I purchased and they were incredible. And it's just, you know, I was really fascinated by their story. I mean, I've always been told one of my children at one time wanted to be a farmer. And my husband, who grew up in kind of a farm community, was like, sorry, kiddo, you can't just be a farmer. You're born into it. So knowing that they weren't, I mean, it's my understanding that where, where the farm is wasn't like handed down to Keith. So and Heath, you can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but it's just kind of fascinating story.
0: Well, let's uh, learn more about that story. Heath Hoppus of Hidden Hollow Farms and Council Bluffs. How did things get started, Heath? Well, I suppose it started initially
2: as a little kid riding around with my grandpa on the uh, tractor, probably where those uh, seeds were uh, planted, pun intended. But um, yeah, I I did some other things and I I have an off-farm job, but I always had a dream of uh, being a farmer in the back of my mind. And then when my wife and I... uh, started thinking about how we want to live our lives. And we started learning about uh, the food systems that we have and the industrial food systems. And we've always been gardeners, but uh, we decided that, Hey, we want to produce our own food and be responsible for uh, the things that we're raising and putting in our bodies and feeding to our families. And well, those two things kind of combined into let's uh, try this farming thing. So we uh, did start from scratch. Yeah. Uh, didn't, uh, my parents were not. We're in agriculture, but they weren't farmers, so we were uh, on our own in that regard. And uh, through a lot of uh, a lot of hard lessons learned and uh, mistakes made, we're uh, finally kind of seven years in now with our own farm and producing uh, beef, poultry, pork, and uh, organic organic grains.
0: And so that's uh, kind of how it, how it all got started with the organic side. Uh, that is something that's very important to a lot of people. If you go to a farmers market, you can see that typically someone who is certified organic is going to have longer lines because there is a demand for it. Talk about why that is there and why it's important to you to grow those things organically. Well, first of all, I,
2: our kids are, are play at our farm, you know. We want people on our farm and we just decided we don't want to have the poisons and the potential negative consequences that uh, come along with using those things in our system. So uh, we decided as a matter of principle early on, we just weren't going to use chemicals, pesticides, herbicides, antibiotics, and all those kinds of things that, uh, that are excluded from the, the organic system. I guess from a health standpoint, obviously that played a factor as well in our decision. And uh, we're not concerned about maximum production or maximum yield from our acres. We we wanted to take an approach that was more health-based, more self-sufficient, and more uh, holistic uh, for the an environment and for the food that we produce. And you know, from the research that we've done and the way things we've looked at, we feel and still feel that more nutrient-dense and healthy food comes from a biologically active uh, soil system and and that's, so that's the system that we're trying to build and like our, our motto, healthy soil, healthy food, healthy families. So it all starts with that biologically active, healthy soil. And so that's one of the, our main goal is what we're working to build from.
0: As you were learning more and adopting these organic farming principles, were there any challenges that you found were, uh, sort of unique to this type of thing?
2: Oh yeah. Where to start, um, you know, everything from, uh, how do you uh, learn how to buy a tractor that's ha- doesn't have a lot of repairs required to uh, what kind of implements and, and tillage systems that are required for organic and how to build a chicken tractor? I was never a mechanic, still am not. I've learned a lot, but, but it's actually one of the uh, things that appealed to me most about becoming a farmer is all the challenges required in order to... Uh, to, to do that successfully. And uh, I think it's one of the jobs that um, has the most amount of variety of challenges that a person might be faced with everything from learning how to use a software program to start up an online store and create a website to what rate of uh, seed do you plant for your oats and your hay and how to make hay. So the computer stuff I think might be the most, the least enjoyable portion of it for me. But, um, yeah, it's a, a long list of, uh, of learning opportunities, I guess I, I call them. Every, and also, uh, it's allowed me to work on being more patient
0: with, uh, with, uh, failures and setbacks. So that's an added benefit. One of my favorite sayings, and I've used it online before is if you want to be successful, you need to get comfortable with failure. And because that's where the learning happens. And with, with what you're doing, you, you already talked about it. You had two different things you had to learn. You had to learn the organic farming side of it, which you have been successful at. And then you had to learn the business side of it, which is completely different. And so it's, it's, it's almost like two full-time jobs as opposed to along with the job you're doing off the farm. You must be a very busy man.
2: It is. I don't have a lot of uh, hobbies I don't don't uh, get to spend my weekends playing golf but uh, you know it's a passion and when you're doing something that you're passionate about it it never feels like work so yeah one of my favorite scenes that helped me kind of through some of these challenging times is a, a farmer friend of mine a wise a wise old farmer that's associated with practical farmers of Iowa which has been another great resource for me as I mentioned them um, but he said you got to pay the tuition so that's uh, kind of uh, how those things go when you make those mistakes. And uh, it's a learning process. So I, like I said, didn't grow up with the benefit of uh, having, learning that as a young, as a as a kid, I guess. And so um, it's just paying the tuition, so.
0: Well, just a, as an outsider, I do know that getting certified organic is not just, it, it's not as easy as, you know, paying someone a fee and getting the stamp it's it's a complicated process and they want to make sure that if you're certified, you're doing things correctly. certainly
2: uh, and more than anything, I guess it's a uh, a mindset or a, an, a a belief in your and a set of principles um, and and making that shift can be hard and I think maybe a, that's one one advantage of being a new farmer is I didn't have a lot of preconceived notions as to what. Uh, farming was and and how it needed to be done and and that so I had a pretty open mind and uh, and like I s- talked about with our desire for our family being out on the land and health aspects and those things I was really open to that uh, those re- those stringent requirements which. You know, it does require a lot of paperwork and it does require a lot of crop rotation and, and things that if you um, maybe are set in a certain way of doing things that might not appeal to somebody. So it's not for
0: everybody, but it is it is for us. So Now you you've got your farm, you've got your business in place, but if you don't have customers, it's all for naught. How did you get that process started? Slowly, uh, friends and family, uh, you know,
2: I guess we initially started out with a desire to produce our own food. And, um, you know, as we started doing that and we had those first home raised, uh, uh, pork chops and, uh, the chickens that we raised on, on grass pasture. And we realized that, Hey, this is, this is how we're going to eat. So we started sharing those items and sharing those things with our friends and family And then uh, the other thing that's been really good uh, for us is the Council Bluffs Farmer's Market, which runs from May through September in downtown Council Bluffs. So that's that has been uh, we've been this will be our third year uh, attending the Council Bluffs Farmer's Market. And um, that's a a way we've been able to meet a lot of people, uh, talk about our farm with people and uh, give them a chance to uh, purchase and try uh, our our, uh, our our products. So.
0: What kind of feedback have you been getting from those folks that visit your booth at the farmer's market? One of the most rewarding things about doing this is uh, having people come
2: back the next week and say, Oh, we love that bacon. That's the best bacon or breakfast sausage or or hamburger that we've ever had. And, and, and seeing those, uh, the people come back. And especially when they appreciate the, uh, the other aspects of supporting local food, you know, we, we are tied in with several other local farmers in the area and um, when they appreciate those aspects, and obviously it all it does come down to the uh, to the taste and the quality of the product at the end of the day. Um, but uh, that feedback from people really enjoying our uh, farm products
0: is is um, very rewarding. Have you found that there is a larger desire for people to know where their food is coming from and to want to be local? Oh,
2: certainly, um, especially. And with the current state of affairs that we're seeing, you know, our, our food system and something that we recognized several years ago, it's our, our food system in, in general in our country is very uh, fragile. It's reliant on logistics, shipping, huge industrial production of uh, packing plants and, and the consolidation in these industries is uh, something that kind of scared us, to be honest. And and we've seen that over the last several months, I think, uh, with uh, uh supply chain disruptions and and things like this and so for us more people are now seeing that i think our job as as local farmers is to give people an option and recruit more customers to support other local farmers you know what we're, we're not going to be able to supply all of the products and meats and foods that everybody wants ourselves so you know we want to continue to encourage more people to buy locally and we also want to like to continue more farmers to produce locally, uh, as well to help alleviate some of those uh, issues that I mentioned, and to build some more resiliency
0: uh, into our into our food system. You gave a couple of different examples of how you're out in the community, the farmers market, or where you met Nikki at Full Fledged Brewery. How important is it for you to stay connected to the community?
2: Very important uh, to answer your question, uh, but. I think in, in addition to, there's a lot of synergies that can be uh, uh, developed working with other small farmers. Uh, for example, in the uh, Crescent area, we work with Honey Creek Creamery quite a lot. And we, we utilize the leftover whey from the cheese making process to feed to our hogs. And since we're not vegetable producers, we also work with local vegetable producers and so it comes down to offering customers a, a more convenience, a wider variety of products, so, but with us teaming up with, uh, with other local producers. Uh, another example is uh, Danelle and Scott Myers of One Farm in Logan. So we just started working with them. They have a great farm store um, and we are offering our products or Danelle's carrying our products through their store. We're offering that as a drop-off location. For our online orders. And she's been a a well known vegetable farmer in the area. So, those kind of uh, relationships just give people more opportunity uh, and more variety of products. Um, You know, we're never going to be Amazon. We're never going to be able to one click and it shows up, uh, half a hog shows up at your door the next day. So, but we got to try to offer at least some level of convenience because. All of us that have children and busy lives, we know that those convenience things are, are a factor. But um, we we're, so we are, that's an additional benefit, I think, of working with uh, other
0: local farmers. So how do you do that for yourself then? How do you stay in contact and how do people contact you?
2: So we do have a, a website, uh, hiddenhollowfarmiowa.com And uh, through our website, we have a, a online store platform And so what we try to do is offer a variety of options for people. We have um, the online store platform, and through there, when you place an order, people can select to uh, pick their order up at the uh, One Farm Market in Logan. Also, we offer a pickup location at Full Fledged Brewing Company in Council Bluffs. We also offer an on-farm pickup location if people wanted to come out and visit the farm and see what we're doing, they could select that and obviously I mentioned the, uh, council bless farmers market as well. So we, now we don't do that every day. We, we concentrate in order to balance our family and work lives. We concentrate all that in the, uh, last weekend of the month. Um, but I guess I should also mention, we do have a subscription delivery, uh, service as well. That is a, a free includes free home delivery. Um, so that those are kind of, in addition to the farmer's market, those are the main ways and all those can be, uh, purchased and
0: ordered through our website, uh, web store. Heath Hoppus of Hidden Hollow Farms of Council Bluffs, uh, joining us today on the LaunchCast. Nikki, we talk about this every week and how exciting it is for you to be able to work with all of these different folks in the area, including Heath. But let me ask you this, when, when you first started your position with Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation, Did you have any idea that this number of people were out here doing the kinds of things that Heath is doing?
1: Absolutely not. I mean, I started to get out in, you know, kind of be the boots on the ground and meet people and would a lot of the maybe brick and mortar businesses or Main Street businesses would say, oh, you you need to know my friend who does this out of their basement. But it's, it's become very apparent, which is kind of why we got started doing this podcast is I don't know that people are aware of all the cool things that are happening in our community. And when you think the, the startup scene and entrepreneurship, a lot of times it is tech. And and there is a big ag tech push in Iowa. But again, it also what kind of makes the economy what it is and makes our communities unique are these small businesses like Heath has going. Um, there there are what make our communities awesome, you know, so letting people know, hey, this is happening out here. I mean, and just last week, we met with, um, we had Alejandra with Viva Bit Kitchen on. And, you know, she talked about her, how she's getting sourcing her food that she's using. And it's, it's important to a lot of people and a lot of businesses. And that's something we have a very dynamic and kind of growing food scene here in CB with, you know, Kitchen Council, the, the incubator space for food startups and all these awesome restaurants and unique restaurants we have around. You know, I would encourage them, if there's something you're maybe bringing in off a truck, talk to people like Heath. I mean, do your research. We always say buy local, buy local. Um, and kind of think of that Black Friday, small business Saturday. But I mean, it's bigger than that. I mean, there are so many things that you can attempt to get local. I think uh, us as business owners, or business, you know, I say us, obviously, I do not (laughs) own advance by any means. But I mean, looking at that business to business kind of arm too, beyond just the consumer. You know, if you're, again, getting your your chicken off a a truck that you're dependent on logistics and, you know, we learned over the last two years how not safe that is, you know, to rely on our current systems, um, how easy it was disrupted during COVID. I mean, talk to people like Heath. I mean, do reach out to me. I'd love to make any connections to help you source your business supplies local as well.
0: And how do they do that, Nikki? How do they reach out to you?
1: As always, we're on all, all the socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and then, of course, our website, advancedsouthwestiowa.com, and click on the launch tab. You can book a phone call with me. You can shoot me an email. You can shoot me a text. However, I'm, I'm I'm accessible for sure.
0: Nikki Ferguson, Manager of Entrepreneurial Development at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation. Heath Hoppus of Hidden Hollow Farms of Council Bluffs. Thank you both for your time, for joining us on the LaunchCast, and we look forward to talking again. Thanks, thank you, Todd.
1: Todd.